Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring guests and topics that will help you grow as a leader to be able to take your business, or your life to that next level. So excited to finally have as my guest, Dai Manuel. Let me tell you about Dai. He has a little bit of a bio here. He is a super dad, and I love this, dating his wife. Yes, thank you. Leading by example, way of living. He's a contagious personality, and you will see that, who is on a mission to positively impact one million role models around the globe to lead a fun, F-U-N-tionality, healthy life through education, encouragement, and community. He is award-winning digital thought leader, author, distinguished Toastmaster, TEDx speaker, and edutaining keynote speaker, former partner and chief operating officer of a multi-million dollar retail company, and a sought-after lifestyle mentor, executive performance coach. Dai knows the struggle of the jungle and keeping his health and happiness a priority. He models his work based on the five Fs, fitness, family, faith, and finances, with an overarching roof of fun built on a rock solid foundation of health, nuggets of wisdom and inspiration to act, to be your best self are guaranteed when you connect with Dai. Our theme I chose for today is how to be a champion of change in your life and not a victim. Please join me in welcoming Dai Manuel. Hey. Oh, Vicky, thank you. Change. I wasn't expecting you to read the whole bio, but thank yes. you so much. I'm like, you know, and you and I being so conditioned as Toastmasters, I'm like, I think you need a little applause track when you start to do <laughs> yes. intros, you know, because like all I am here is I'm jumping at the bit. Do you want to clap? <laughs> I That's right. It. I love it. And, and the great thing is that um, whenever you say the word change, everybody's like, ah. Yeah. So we're going to kind of break that down a little bit. I always start with a simple question. Where do you call home? Where do you live? Well, I, you know, I have a, a good friend of mine from Australia that uh, we got to know quite well while we were living in Bali as a family. And I'm, I'm sure we might get there in a second. But, uh, you know, uh, 
match was quite an interesting dude. He was a uh, very nomadic, a traveler. But mm-hmm. and I once we we had a conversation, you know, like what do you call home? Because we were living nomadically for five years right. with my family, and uh, and so we're, we're meeting all these other nomadic people. And he's like, you know, home is where the toothbrush is. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, ever since then, I sort of often think about that. And you know, right now our toothbrush is at our Vancouver home. So mm-hmm. uh, we're we're based in Vancouver, Canada. Um, so for those that uh, are familiar with Seattle and where it's located, mm-hmm. we're about ninety minutes north of seattle vancouver is uh, beautiful oh thank you thank you yeah mm-hmm. it's you know I'm, I'm obviously i got a bit of a bias but uh you know yes. we, we've traveled the world we've had some opportunities to live in some pretty amazing places but uh vancouver is the one where our heart really feels like it's home yeah and uh so we've i've been here for uh, all my adult life uh, but i grew up outside of toronto uh you know graduated in 1995 and it was like peace out i'm going west baby <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so i went west and so vancouver's home now yeah awesome so now we get into the hard questions. <laughs> Why is change so darn hard? Uh, well, you know, it, like think about this, Vicky. Like y- you've been someone that's navigated a lot of change in your life mm-hmm. and you embrace change. Now, yeah. I don't know if that's always something that we're all just born with. I, I think it's something that is learned through nature and nurture. Mm-hmm. But it is something that we can all develop a healthier relationship with this idea of change, you know, um, Buddha uh, about 2,500 years ago, the guy's, I mean, pretty smart, right. Uh, we <laughs> often hear about this guy and his teachings and, uh, you know, and this is not coming from a secular place. So, so please, those that are hearing this, um, realize it is non-secular what I'm trying to refer to right now, but in his teachings, you know, he often talked about, there's yeah. just really only one guarantee in life. Yeah. One thing that we know for absolute certainty, and that's that nothing will stay as it is. Yeah. Everything's in the constant flux of change. And, and you know, what's really funny is in the last hundred years, science has said, hey, we proved it. It's true. <laughs> you know? so, so it's kind of funny, you know, when you think about this and, and just the last 2,500 years and, and human species evolving to where it is today. And it's involved a lot of change. Yeah, and, for uh, sure. Dark. You know, Darwin says it's a you know the survival of the fittest. Well, in a way, yeah. In the animal kingdom, we've seen it over and over, and even in our kingdom. I mean, my my climate change friends are like, yeah, human beings are too resilient. You know, we've done a pretty good job at overpopulating this planet and uh, maybe not tending to it as well as we could. But that's changing as well. Yeah, uh, sure. But you know, ch- change is a relationship with that understanding and how it plays out in our own lives. And and I know a lot of us feel quite uh, like a victim at times where change is forced or thrust upon us without our consent and we didn't yeah. want it i mean look at the pandemic i mean i was gonna say say COVID. <laughs> yeah exactly like that's just a, a, a an extreme example of, mm-hmm. of change that's outside of our control really causing a lot of change for us personally professionally and everything in between and so uh, it, it's something that we can develop a healthier relationship with right but let's be honest depends on the severity or significance of that change in our life. It's not easy, but it is often, very often, when we look back on changes that we've navigated, when we get to the other side of that change, we can look back and often say, you know what, as hard as it was, it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. You have to remember that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what's the biggest change that you've been through, Vicky? Do you think, like, you know, (laughs) pandemic aside, but honestly, like, when you think about your own life and things that you've done, what's your biggest change that you've, you've maybe started out as someone not wanting it, but then became you know, warm to it, or even maybe you actually embraced the idea of change in certain periods. I think the biggest change that I had was whenever I 
I guess I was partway through maybe four years into my working at UPS. Mm-hmm. And I had always thought I was just, and don't, I don't mean this uh, negatively, but I was just going to be a secretary. I, no. you know, I wasn't the leader and somebody mentored me, saw something more in me than I saw in myself. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about leading by example. That's what I took from, you know, every person that touched my life showed me how to be a better manager. And, and that's, that was a huge change, you know, a mindset uh, and, and where your trajectory took you. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, that you just reminded me of something, our brains. So there's something interesting. I I, I spoke at a men's conference uh, earlier this year and there's a gentleman there, a neuroscientist, a guy that had alphabet soup after his name, you know, those guys that have all those different degrees. And so I was like, he knows what he's talking about, you know, <laughs> and then he opened up his mouth and he starts talking about uh, basically just neuroscience and, and this ability that we all have to change. Yeah. But he said, you know, there's one thing about our brains. It, it's not wired to be happy. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? We're, we're not just born to be happy. <laughs> like, And he's like, no, no, but we are wired to learn. Yeah. And the, the two most effective ways that we learn is through role modeling or modeling yeah. mm-hmm. and mentorship. Yeah. So, you know, you and I are both, uh, well, let's see, longtime Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. And anyone that's been part of that nonprofit organization, you can't help but acknowledge yeah. rather vehemently, passionately, that that is very true, this this yeah. idea of learning, because it mm-hmm. is mentorship and modeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what is the forefront of that. And, and I think often we see that in our own lives. And when we have that, especially when we're navigating new things, new experiences, Mm -hmm. new thought patterns. I mean, just newness, right? Often Mm -hmm. involves change. (laughs) And that modeling and mentorship can be wonderful at helping us navigate change because trying to do it on our own all the time can be really hard. Like I I gave up drinking 13 years ago and trust me, Mm -hmm. I, it was really hard, really hard at first. And I needed some help, but I didn't know how to ask for help. And, uh, (laughs) you know, for those that maybe have seen my TEDx talk last year, I talked about vulnerability as a man Mm -hmm. and, and that part it played in my life. Uh, you know, in my mid early to mid thirties, where it came to alcohol, my relationship with alcohol was not good. And mm-hmm. I knew I needed to make some changes. But I didn't know how to do it, yeah. you know? And, and uh, so change, it presents itself to us all the time, like daily, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but sometimes it's those really big changes that can be really challenging for us because change, it, it, it's rarely easy, but it's almost always worth it. And, and yeah. we just have to remember that, you know? And, and I think, one of the points that you made was important that when you're going through a change, don't try to do it alone. Yeah. That, you know, surround yourself with people with like-minded that are positive, that will be somebody for you to just bounce off things. They might not be telling you or advising you or coaching you. All they're doing is listening. And that's so very important for you to be able to get through a change. I agree with you. Fully, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, change, it, it is a relationship and, and it's our relationship to that word. And and if we think about that as it relates to almost any aspect of our lives, mm-hmm. it's usually this firsthand experience or whatever that experience was for us, whether positive mm-hmm. or negative, it often shapes our bias towards future right. experiences like that. And, and we have to remember that's sort of how our brain works. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day going through our minds. 
And I mean, if you actually sat there to try to acknowledge and document everyone, <laughs> I mean, you would never leave your bed. Like you'd be there just, oh, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. Like <laughs> it would be just impossible to, to mm -hmm. do anything. And so as such, our our minds are they're very sophisticated computers and and they're constantly reorganizing and and, and putting things into buckets, so to speak, right. and getting very quick at sorting information. Mm -hmm. So what's relevant and not relevant, and maybe, oh, well, let's interested but come back to that later you know so we have this ability of sort of compartmentalizing and it allows us to get through the day right you right. know and and it can be exhausting sometimes just to navigate the day and all of a sudden now you throw something in there on top of it <laughs> that has to rewire us to do something new to create a new result in our life like a fitness or a health change yeah you know and think about most of our motivations most of the time when it comes to making a health change specifically and I, i'm using this as an example because i have yet to meet anybody that hasn't at some point in their life said you know what i want to prioritize my health more you know, like I, I, I don't know anybody. I've yet to meet a single person that's ever told me they've never thought that, you know. So I know it's something that's relevant to all of us mm -hmm. and, and we can connect on. And, you know, but but health changes can be hard because if we've been living a life a certain way for so long and all of a sudden we're like, no, I got to make some changes. And and to be fair, some of those changes are very fear based, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I've been in the health and wellness industry for 28 years, you know, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you <laughs> the amount of people I've had come my way looking for help and support but being there because they said, you know, I just came for my yearly physical. And my doctor said, if I don't get some help right now, I'm going to die. You yeah. know, like mm -hmm. now it's fear and fear can be a great motivation as something to run away from or to give us the fear or that push to go run towards something new, you know, and, right. and that's the way I like to look at it. It's something that's behind us, pushing us to make a change, but it's a positive change that we know is going to make life better. Right. Right. But we have to trust that, that that's the process. We have to embrace it. Yeah. And if we have someone to be around or a community of people that we belong to that helps us navigate that change, because trust me, there's going to be days where you fall. Yeah. There's going to be days where you're like, why am I doing this? This sucks. I don't want to do this. You, we all have those days. Mm -hmm. But when we have that that community of like-minded individuals navigating something similar, the level of empathy and, and connection and camaraderie and support is just there. It's present. So they might be a few steps ahead. They'll turn around and say, oh, you just tripped. I tripped there too last week. Now, when I help you back up, so they'll help you up, dust off your bum, you know, give me a little hat and be like, okay, on your way, listen, keep going. And oh, and by the way, okay, I know I'm just down the road here around the corner, but these next few steps, just watch yourself. You know, there, there's a couple doozies here, you know, like yeah, it, it, it's this collective knowledge that can also be shared in these communities. And, you know, Toastmasters is a prime example of this. You, you think about like, I, I've dealt with social anxiety most of my life, yeah. you know, and, and depression and other mental health challenges that's just you know growing up as a morbidly obese teenager set me uh, down a path right of low self-esteem and, and withdrawal and and just i don't need to go into all the cliches or the stigmas but i was living <laughs> that that was just my life you know and um i remember coming to toastmasters for the very first time and gosh them asked me to go up and just you know how they do the little icebreaker and <laughs> you know like oh my goodness i it was so hard yeah. I was petrified. You know, I was shaking. My hands were sweating. Like my heart rate must have been going 160 beats a minute. <laughs> like it was just, I could feel perspiration. Like I could feel yeah. like just everything, all these physical responses to that fear and anxiety that was brought up by that. And, but you know what was also so cool is that there was all these smiling faces. Yeah. There were people that had intimated, you know, it's okay. Just keep going. It's all good. We're all right. friends here. Don't worry about it. You know, like they were so understanding and empathetic because they 
too, at some point in their career, our uh, relationship with Toastmasters, had experienced it as well. And, it, and that made it okay. And it also made it easy for me to say, yep, I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to try this again, you know, and, and I just kept showing up. Right. Sh- soon enough, it just, a lot of the symptoms just went away. And I'm still, every time I get up on stage, I still get some of those yes, uh, of you know, responses, mm-hmm. but I've learned to channel them in a very positive way that actually allows right. me to connect with people even more so. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so so again, change, right? Uh, that mm-hmm. relationship to change, and because um, I'm sure you have a similar story. Like, what what brought you to Toastmasters? Actually, because I'm very interested. Like, what what was the motivation <laughs> that got you started going to Toastmasters? So, I, as I said earlier, I was at, I was kind of voluntold that I was going to become a supervisor, wow. and <laughs> so now all of a sudden I had to be able to coach and counsel and. present and all those things that I wasn't used to doing being an introvert. Right. So I actually started the corporate Toastmasters at UPS. And um, because I thought I'm not going to do this alone. And uh, so now 26 years later, they're still there thriving, but it was, it was great yeah. because I thought, well, heck, if I'm starting this, I have to lead by example. So anytime that there was not two speakers or if there wasn't a speaker, I got up and did a impromptu three, you know, five minute speech. And that just propelled you to get better and better and better and uh, not use excuses. And and so that's kind of, you know, where I went from. I love that, Vicky, and uh, congratulations too on just stepping up, but moving forward. You know, like <laughs> I, I think that's it's a wonderful example of you just sharing that because uh, when I, when I think back on what you just shared, it, it's you indirectly spoke to one thing that's really important in change, especially if we're looking for support and change, and that's mm-hmm. accountability. Yeah, not not only accountability to self, but accountability to others. Yeah. Uh, so it's similar to what you've done here, a, a strategy, which I encourage a lot of people to do uh, at times is if they can't find a community to plug into, oh, yes. make one, you know, right. make one. And don't let that be the, the, the gap between you achieving some of the change that you want, you know, like just just start creating because it is mm-hmm. a completely different level of accountability. Mm-hmm. completely because now you've, you're not only responsible to yourself but oh there's a group of people that are going to show up i gotta be there you know like yeah. and i and i think it's wonderful like what a what a great strategy and uh oh that's that's awesome you know and and carried forward for this podcast too you know my my goal whenever i got into business was okay who can help me and then i thought well gosh there's a lot of people out there especially being that i started during covid it's there's a lot of people have no idea how to navigate this. So if I could bring people on like yourself, Mm. that can uh, be someone to be a sounding board or someone to be a guide Mm. to, to navigate this and on that journey, you know, I talk about the journey all the time, but I love that hero's journey reference Mm because that's exactly it. We we feel called to change, you know, called to adventure as, as Joseph Campbell says. And, uh, but a lot of us, you know, I shouldn't say a lot of us, but it's fairly common to ignore the calling. Right, you right. Know, I, I did for years, you know. Yeah. I mean, my wife wanted to go traveling. She wanted us to live a different lifestyle, you know. She mm-hmm. communicated that when we first met in our 20s, you know. She was, like, very, very adamant that, you know, I want to have a traveling family. I want us mm-hmm. to experience different cultures as a family. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm starting a career <laughs> here. I'm starting a company right now. I mean, I don't really see how this is going to be part of it. But but 
you know, I wanted to be able to honor that one day, but I never yeah. actually thought it would come. You know, it's like one of those things where you mm -hmm. make that sort of, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thinking right. in my mind, yeah, right. Never right. gonna happen, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, fast forward a lot of years, 17 years to be precise, uh, a lot of changes had happened in me in my life and <laughs> health as well got challenged by a, yeah. a chronic autoimmune disease I was diagnosed oh. a decade ago. Wow. And you know, when you get diagnosed with something that's chronic and something that you can't get rid of and something that can be quite serious. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's it's my uh, I have autoimmune neutropenia. It means mm -hmm. I have no neutrophils, neutrophils. So everybody's clear on this. Your bone marrow, if mm -hmm. it's healthy, cranks out a lot of this good stuff. Okay. It's part of your, your, your defense system. And mm -hmm. these neutrophils neutralize bacteria, but more importantly, viral infections. Oh, so shit. you can imagine these last few years, uh, because oh, I had zero neutrophils man. and, uh, oh. my hematologist, you know, during the lockdown, she's like, Hey, don't worry. Just live in a bubble for the next couple <laughs> of years. I'm like, no problem. No worries. I can't do burpees in a bubble. Like what? <laughs> you know, like, and, and so, um, but I, I'm very fortunate because many years ago when I was diagnosed with that, obviously I, I started thinking about my future, thinking about my kids, mm -hmm. my family, some of the things that I used to always say I wanted to do, but hadn't done yet. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize time is very finite. Yeah. You know, right. and, and, and that put me in motion for a lot of big changes. Mm -hmm. Um, and they weren't easy. Some of them were fun. Some were really damn hard, you yeah, know, for sure. but at the end of the day, it's what got me to where I am right now, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to remember that. Like it, it, we yeah. just turn around for a second to acknowledge the steps that we've walked. Right. And yeah. because there's so much to learn and, and it's taking that time to reflect and, and introspect and actually say, okay, what are the highlights of this journey so far? You know, yeah. who have I met? Yeah. Who have I now been able to potentially impact and support in the same similar change later? You know, and, mm. and these are things that you're doing. And hence, you're drawn to creating this podcast, and this platform and your new business. Like, I, I commend you, Vicky, because also <laughs> you're seeing something that's a huge need. Yeah, for sure. It's a huge need. And and mm. so, I, I, you know, I just thank you for this opportunity to connect with you today and and also be on this platform. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm very honored for this. So, thank you. <laughs> so you have to come back again because we haven't <laughs> we haven't even touched on the surface here and the time has flown by. But yeah. I do want to do a couple rapid fire questions sure. before we share your contact information. So uh, Roof of Fun. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that. Well, I won't talk so much about the walls again, because those are represented by us. But if you just imagine that your life is a home and you are the architect for the home that you want to mm. build or, or AKA your life. Well, I, I like alliterations, the writer that I am, you know, and also learning to speak, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, both of us as speakers, alliteration can help people remember stuff, yeah, and sure. especially myself. Okay, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I use the, the, the four Fs, actually five Fs to, to mm -hmm. reference the roof, the four walls on a foundation of health. Mm -hmm. And the roof, though, is so important because it encompasses and overarches everything right in my life. and it's that idea of, of if you're not smiling at least once a day yes. there's room for improvement you yeah. know that's all and because it's that joy mm -hmm. that fulfillment that happiness that we gain through living a great life you know and and believe me there's going to be those down moments there's those really bad days we all have them but how long do we stay down you know, how quickly do we get back up? How quickly do we say, okay, that happened. I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, and that resiliency takes time to develop, you right. know, um, but if you have a lot of fun and joy in your life, I'll tell you, you get up a lot more quickly. You, you wow. just do. So, so that fun is important. It's really important to quality of life. For sure. Uh, 
Okay, so we have to go right to your contact information. Um, <laughs> All right, sounds so, good. Uh, and I mean it. You're just going to have to come back in a couple of weeks and we're going to have to talk I love again. It, Vicky. Hey, let's yeah. do it. And this time it won't be as long. I, I'll get much better at actually keeping the, the appointments. And uh, just uh. so everybody knows, <laughs> Vicky is the most patient woman I know. She is amazing. And uh, anyways, um, yes, no, I, I would love that, Vicky. Thank you. All right. So if you're listening in and not seeing this, I'm going to share contact information and I will read the website so that you can take that down. So get your pencil and paper, people. So it's very simple. He's made life very simple for you. <laughs> His website is www, capital D like David, A-I, capital M-A-N-U-E-L.com. That's dimanuel.com. Social media, you can just find him by searching his name, Dimanuel. Again, that's D-A-I, capital M-A-N-U-E-L. Um, actually, in all of his, it's all one word smashed together. So D-A-I-M-A-N-U-E-L. You can find him on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and YouTube. Make sure you connect with him. Go to his website, check out what he's got there, and definitely connect with him on the social media platforms that you love the most. Well, it has been wonderful talking with you again. We we have to do this again because I have tons more questions to ask you. And change is something that I think people need to really discuss a lot more than we do. We try to avoid it and that's not going to help us get better. So true enough. thank true you enough. so much. Been wonderful you, having you. Absolutely. And, and as I tell everyone, life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.